Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? We're back again. Um, it's Super Bowl week. And I said this the other day, I'll say it again. I've got absolutely no idea where I am in the week. I, I'm completely lost, Murph. Have you got any idea? Uh, today is Thursday. Okay. <laughs> See, I had no idea. I was convinced it was Tuesday. But anyway, considering it's Thursday... We've dialed up across the pond. We've dialed in Miami. The producer of one of the best podcasts has given up her time to come on to Five Yard Rush Rush Nation. Erica Temposi is not only not behind the glass, but she's here with us. Erica, thank you for coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're really good. Uh, it's good to have you. Um, so I'm going to drop stocks in it a little bit here because I like to. Uh, he is more nervous about you uh being on than any other guest we've had on to date we've had some of the guys from uh the fantasy footballers we've had mark sessler on we've had marcus grant on and he was more nervous about you because he produces the show so he's like you're like his his, you're like his god basically (laughs) (laughs) okay well well that's a that's a warm welcome thank you and i'm not a god and honestly those other people you interested uh you interviewed you know they they don't live up to much if if i'm the if i'm the god here (laughs) (laughs) 
But it's because he do- he produces our show, so he's like uh, always he's taught himself basically everything that he knows, and uh, you know our show we get a lot of credit for how clean and, and good it sounds. So um, yeah, oh he- good. So uh, at the end of the day, humble brag. Um, <laughs> but at, at the end of the day, he just yeah, he just admires the work you do, I guess. So I uh, I don't know anything about producing. So, um, but yeah, I just thought I drop stocks in it more than. Oh, thanks, mate. Uh, appreciate it. <laughs> no, I I think it's more. I mean, you know, it's I understand the work you do, whereas Murph turns up says his bit and then leaves, and I get left to pick up the pieces. And I'm sure you you get oh, you feel yeah. that. <laughs> Can relate very much that. exactly exactly so uh, yeah for me it's a, a personal triumph to have you on but why don't we just start with how you got into football and working for nfl.com yeah so the the journey is pretty crazy actually because everyone always asks us who how how did i get into football and it's sort of by mistake by chance i mean you know i'm i'm sure you guys know and maybe for the, your listeners that don't know I'm a big New England fan. I'm a big Patriots fan, but it's because I'm, I'm from Boston. I'm from the area. That's what you do when you grow up there. It's football Sundays and it's Tom Brady. And it's been the entire dynasty length has been my life growing up with football. So I knew everything about the Patriots, but as far as other teams and other fan bases and all that, I mean, I'm a New Englander. Let's, let's be frank here. You know, it's my world and, and nobody else's. Right. So coming into the NFL and learning that there's, oh, wait, there's, you know, 31 other franchises here. Like, what is that like? <laughs> um, but I started in, in film and production. So I was working, um, my first job was on a TV show called Justified for FX. And then I went on and did Mr. Robot and Drunk History and then a dance show with, with J-Lo. And it all comes full circle because now she's doing the halftime show. But um Someone that I had worked with uh, from ESPN back in New England had linked me up with someone at the NFL and I was up for a gig and I just sort of fell into the NFL, which is a, is a pretty nice place to fall. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, especially when you move to the, the, new, the new digs next year. It's going to be incredible in that Oh, new, yeah, that the stadium's going to be absolutely unreal. Oh, I tell you what, I'm um, so I, I work for a software company. And we're looking to open a West Coast office, and uh, when that opens, boy, I'm getting on the plane. I was like, yeah, I'll come work from there for a week. I'll try and angle it and yeah. uh, and get out and see it because it looks, it just looks incredible. And uh, yeah, it's quite a story. See, because uh, I love Mr. Robot; he's an incredible show. So, how, I mean, like, how did you oh, get yeah. onto that? You know, it's it, another thing when you're working in Hollywood, you just sort of go from gig to gig and someone you may have worked with before has an opening. And I, my first job out in, you know, quote unquote Hollywood was just being a PA. I was just getting coffee. I was just, you know, making the last one in the office, first one out, just making sure everyone has their coffee. Uh, and then someone I knew got a job at Mr. Robot. So then uh, they brought me along and I was a PA, but within a month, somehow I got promoted to a production coordinator which is like the next step up um so yeah the the writer creator sam esmail i uh i got his breakfast for about a month and then got to sit in with edits so it was pretty cool nice we uh we did our fantasy football awards the other day and we based it on tv shows and one of murph's choices was justified so that's like another mini circle oh really yeah Yeah, it really was yeah it was um yeah um it's a show i've sort of watched i've not I don't think I finished it, um, but it's a show so I'm familiar with and therefore picked it because it's a good title to justify your draft pick, right? So, uh, 
Yeah, uh, exactly. So I was like, yeah, nailed it. So that's quite a, quite a good tenuous link. Um, <laughs> so in terms of then, uh, you've already dropped who, who you support Patriots. So what's your, give us a funny story about your fandom as a Patriots fan, like something that you've, you've done uh, sort of representing being a Patriots fan. What's your favorite story? Oh, there's, there's too many to tell. And there's, there's too many, um, you know, not, not fit for podcasting. <laughs> I don't know how, you know, it's not G rated. You know, we get this, we get this bad rap of Patriots fans and Boston fans in general, you know, they, they have such a, a distinct sort of, um, you know, a hatred, everybody hates us. And they think it's because, you know, we're, we're jerks and, and most of us are, <laughs> we're straightforward. Um, but as a, as a past fan, it's just been the fans like when, and I, I'm sure this is with any team, but when you see fans that, that are support your team, it doesn't matter if you don't speak the same language, it doesn't matter where you're from. You could run into someone on the street that, that doesn't, you know, know anything about you. And then all of a sudden you're connecting over, over Tom Brady. And my, my favorite thing is traveling to games, like a bunch of us for one of my friends, bachelorette, we went down to Nashville when they played the Titans last year and, and lost. Um, and, you know, we rented the party bus and we tailgated with one of those huge buses just for the Pats game and all the Pats fans were coming up and, and Pats fans know how to party. It's a good time. Oh, see, Foxborough is one of those places I've not got to yet. I have been to Boston, but never for a game. It's something I, I desperately want to do because you, you're right, they're so loyal. And uh, I just, I don't know, I feel like uh, people from Boston, because they're so passionate about their sports and they just live and breathe it. It's not just a sport. It is like a way of life um, from what I get just as sort of an outsider and um, such strong opinions i think it'd just be great just to stand there and just chat for hours about sports and and everything plus the food's pretty good in boston so and the beer yes oh beer's good food's good people are good people are good when you're there you know everyone we get we get a bad rap but um you know like any city it's it's awesome and yeah you got to get to foxborough because it is unlike i've i've been to one two three four like probably seven stadiums now for games and it's still never been like a Foxborough game. The tailgating, it's just like open fields because it's so far out of out of uh, Boston that they're just you you go there if the game's at one, people are there by eight a.m. grilling and drinking and blasting music, playing court. Like it's just so much fun. The whole day is a full event, and it's just there's nothing like Foxborough. How do we get ourselves out there, Murph? Come on, come up with a plan for us to be able yeah. to get ourselves out there. Well, basically, the podcast needs to make more money, and then we can go there as a quote-unquote <laughs> research trip. <laughs> okay, there you go. It's either that, or I, uh, I have a good year at work, and uh, work pays for me to go to New York, and yeah. then I just supplement the rest myself. Um, that could work. Okay. I'll make it work. All right, we'll that's it. fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Erica, considering your Patriots aren't in the Super Bowl this year, who are you going to be rooting for? You know, that's a really hard question because I love Patrick Mahomes and seeing what he can do as a, as, as a, just a generational talent. It is so cool to watch, but then the new England fan in me is sort of like, well, I'm not rooting for anyone in the AFC, you know, screw that. (laughs) But then there's also the Jimmy G connection. So it's like, I want him to sort of have his moment. I want, I, I feel good for the 49ers. But it's also, I just think this is going to be such an incredible game. I hope so. You know, we thought the Rams and Patriots game last year was going to be crazy, but it, it really wasn't. So 
Um, I, I fingers crossed for for an epic Super Bowl. That that's my dream. But I I don't know. I I feel like I want it for Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and the boys. But and Andy Reid after 15 years, you know. Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, I don't. I think I think most Patriots fans would would want the, the Chiefs to win if nothing else to say they went out to the champs as well. I think that that'd be a nice little. Well, they didn't this year, but like beat them last year and it'd be something to shoot for next year I guess is to beat them and dethrone them yeah. and get the crown back is, is what I meant um, yeah. you were recently on our television screens um, not long ago talking about the brackets for, for Sky um, with, the oh, yeah. league, with the Fantasy League One crew so uh, what's it like doing that show with with Marcus and Adam Rank and Taylor and, and anybody else that swings by Graham Barfield and, and everyone else yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there. That show was so different than anything we've done at NFL Network in a really long time, um, and it was just really fun. It was like wear whatever you want. We want it when you're playing fantasy football. You're playing with friends, and you know I think it's great when you turn on the TV and you can listen to some advice and it helps you with your draft picks or who you're gonna you know sit and start each week. But at the same time, you know it's all about what it's like when you're playing fantasy football with your friends. You're you're ragging on each other. You're you're making bets, you're, you know, arguing with who you're going to play or what you should have done. And, 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 you know, that show was, was so fun. And and Adam Rank, especially Marcus, Graham, Taylor, they're all, they're all so great to work with. So it it was such a pleasure to be able to to join them this season. It looks like you guys have a lot of fun uh, on a regular basis. So you have uh, two two of the best jobs in in NFL at the moment, (laughs) working with the the heroes and then uh, doing that show. So that's awesome. And it ties us on nicely to your fantasy season last season. So we are known more notoriously as our fantasy coverage. So how did your season go uh, in the Fantasy One League and in your other leagues? How did you get on? Oh, yeah. So in Fantasy League One, I I think I came in seventh. I won the consolation bracket or something. Um, very, I think average, you know, for going against people. I, I tell Adam rank all the time. I'm like, you get paid a lot of money to just do fantasy football and I beat you week one. So I'll never <laughs> let him live that down. Um, so I'll be like, Oh, what's your day job? Stick to your day job. And it's fantasy football, but he lost to me. So that's awesome. <laughs> um, but I had a, I had a league with my friends and I lost in the championship and I was so upset. <sighs> with friends from home I got so far and then um it was that last game and my friend that I was playing against had Lamar Jackson so it was it, I was doomed That's yeah awesome. Lamar did that to quite a few people yeah. this year <laughs> yeah yeah he uh, he's he was such a misstep on I feel like everybody's part who didn't have him obviously yeah it was just last season he he didn't really throw it well and People thought the run game would get figured out, and then he turned up, could throw the ball, and could still run it. People stole him in their drafts, yeah, for sure. I know. And then the playoffs happened, though, too. So now everyone's like, well, what if, where's his draft stock going to be because of the playoffs? It's like, oh, my God, please, look at all of all of his 17 games this year. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's it's he's a fascinating prospect. It's not, it's not to me much. He's either going to go above or slightly below Mahomes, but they're kind of in a tier on their own, right? And then it's just a case of exactly. how, early, how early do they go in drafts? Because I was speaking to someone the other day, and it was like, do, the, do are people realistically going to take him in the second or third round? Because I really think they are this year. I think I think Lamar Jackson could go in the second round. I think someone could take him there, which I think is crazy. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, quarterbacks 
especially. I mean, I know some people go kind of crazy and even go to the end of the first round or something, especially if it's snaking back to you, depending on your on your position or how you do it. But I don't know, man. Like, I, Lamar Jackson carried people's teams this year. I would not be surprised if you had a decent pick, you know, in the lineup that maybe you go in the I, – I think some people that are – less inclined to, to study up might even take Lamar first in the first round. I really do. Yeah. Oh, I saw a guy take Patrick Mahomes second overall last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know how he got on because I just saw a screenshot on Facebook, but people were ragging on him and he was like, mm, this is the first time he's ever yeah. played fantasy. Like we're trying to help him out rather than just gun him. Cause he's clearly <laughs> not going to win the league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. So, Erica, obviously Ryan is a massive Chiefs fan. You're a Patriots fan. But for those who, because you are in the biz, for those who haven't necessarily watched the Chiefs so closely this season, what do you think they might have missed as opposed to you, who's a bit more plugged in? I mean, I think everybody really keeps counting out their secondary. They keep looking at it. But I really think that just because the defense struggled for a little bit, and yes, it may not if they can figure out how to stop the run game, which is like, okay, that's like the you crack that code and everybody would be doing it. You can't stop Kyle Shanahan, you know, but I think that their, their secondary isn't getting enough credit. And I think that they haven't really had to because you have Patrick Mahomes doing what he does best. So if, as long as you have your offense, you don't necessarily need that strong of a defense, but I also think with honey badger and, and Chris Jones and those other guys, like, I don't. I wouldn't count them out to to really kind of show up this week. Yeah, I I think the Honey Badger's been exceptional this year. You could see you could see with Spagnuolo mm-hmm. that, that he needed the general out there. That's why they paid him the money in free agency. And Spagnuolo's really just got out there. Or the Honey Badger's got out there. And he's just organised everyone. He's been that leader in the secondary, like you said. And they, I mean, they were awful last year. They were they were literally a running punchline last year in in terms of. Right, letting everybody score on them, and this year they've been they've been pretty solid. I mean, I don't they're not going to match Richard Sherman, but if they can if they can do something, I think they you know they've been better with the run game. They they stopped um, they stopped Derek Henry in the in the championship game. You know, I think they they really as you're right. saying have really massively improved, and uh, part of it's scheming, but the players have gone just they just believe a lot more this year. Yeah, I think. I think definitely. I think just a lot of people are counting them out, and and I wouldn't necessarily. But also, as long as they can just stay on the field, and even if even if the 49ers run up the score, you got to remember it's Patrick Mahomes. This is why it's going to be such an interesting game and really exciting. Yeah, I'm currently looking at a stat which I saved to my phone earlier, which is telling me that the Chiefs front four actually have more sacks per game individually than the 49ers do. So that that's a good start okay. if, you, if you want to stop the run game, get to the quarterback or the or the running back who's just taking hand off. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, that shocks me. I, I feel like, yeah. Yeah, I'll send it to you, Murph, because I could be reading the information wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. I, it's, it's not in French or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you don't speak French? Come on. <laughs> yes, no, sorry. I learned German at school and that didn't get me anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're we're so bad with other people's languages. Uh, France is what like fifty miles from here, and we yeah we yeah. don't speak it. <laughs> well, we've we've got the whole leaving Europe thing happening tomorrow, so you know we're saying goodbye to oh, all that. Oh yeah, that. So that's that's I'm not. Yeah, can you guys um break down Brexit for me real quick? Cause, oh, that's <laughs> yep. crazy. We we can do it really quickly. We're leaving on Friday, and yeah. absolutely nothing has been said at all about it. 
when in the last three years people were up in arms about it people were camping outside parliament there was huge debates on telly and now all of a sudden we're leaving on friday and nobody is saying anything wow i'm going to munich in march i don't know if i need to pay a visa fee or anything like that. i don't think so but yeah i've not really read up on it we'll find out i'll let work deal with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow that's crazy for like I'm just a dumb American and I'm, I just don't understand it, but I do, I do try to keep up, but I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> there's, there's nothing to keep up with. None of us keeping up with it. We, we all got kind of fatigued yeah. and bored of it now. So we're, we're too busy obsessing over Harry and Meghan. That's been a very welcome distraction. Yeah, that, that news, that's kind of crazy, right? How does, how do the people feel over there? Cause I, in America, everyone's like, yeah, support your woman. You do you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the case here. <laughs> No, I, mean, I, I bet people are. Yeah, crazy. she's not very popular. Let's let's just leave it at that. She's not. She's not made herself yeah. to be a very popular person. But it, it will be what it will be. Listen, if they're happy and they're not going to take public money and whatever, let them do what they want. They're people, right? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I also don't know. Like, obviously, once again, dumb American signing up. Don't know. You know all the royal laws, but. Uh, I think, yeah, he gave back the salary or they're not going to take the public the public money. So, yeah, let him, let her go be a movie star. Yeah, the, the titles are gone. The money's gone. They've paid back for the refurbishment they've just had on their house. There's still going to be some money because they have to be protected because they're obviously people of interest um, and importance to the country. Right. So they're at risk of X, Y, and Z. So there's still some money to get but yeah they'll listen they'll make millions and they'll do their own thing and and good luck to them like you know you only got one life you got to do what you want to do amen to that speaking of one life you're in miami right now yes or a couple of days ago you were on a yacht uh, doing a podcast casually um so what is super bowl week like for ricky hollywood oh wow when you're ricky hollywood you're actually honestly i'm gonna be honest (laughs) normally i have my my buddy, my partner in crime, I've got Emma VP with me and we're, we're doing kind of crazy that there's Super Bowl parties every night. They're, the clubs and bars are crazy. Um, this year I'm, I'm, you know, taking it, taking it easy. Uh, but there's tons to see. There's tons to see. My, my parents are visiting me for, they're going to come to our live show. ATN's doing a live show in Miami. So doing a lot of sightseeing and getting a lot of Instagram content, but yeah, I'm making sure we're on yachts and we're at the beach and, working hard and there's there's too much i wish i almost wish it wasn't in miami because it's there's too much distraction there's so much going on i'd rather be somewhere in the in the snow where i have to be tuckered away you know on radio (laughs) row but it's it's hard where when south beach is right out the window i know it's it's such an amazing place my only saying before and you know i absolutely love it there not being for a while and then next year you get to do it all again in tampa so you know i know (laughs) i know this is like the pre the warm up to Tampa. Tampa's gonna go off, I can tell. Yeah, and it's closer together. This this my this Miami town feels much more subdued. Everything's pretty far from you know, you gotta go to the convention center, it's a ten minute drive. You wanna go to the stadium, it's about forty minutes or a half hour with Miami traffic, whereas, you know, even in Atlanta you could walk everywhere or Minneapolis. So Tampa I heard is much closer together, which is great. Yeah, Tampa's easy to get around. Um, it obviously depends where they do stuff. I don't imagine they're going to be doing things at like the Trop or anything like that because that would be quite a way right. away. So um, that's probably, yeah, as long as they keep it in relatively close proximity to um, the stadium. You know, you've got 
you know, loads of places. Plus, if you get an afternoon off, you can go to Bush Gardens and go chill on some of the roller coasters. So you've got everything <laughs> <Yep>. you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, if you get a spare chance, there's Clearwater, which isn't far away, which has some amazing beaches and some great places to chill. I absolutely love Clearwater. That was like my go-to getaway spot um, if I was in Orlando. Yeah, uh, just and St. Pete's over there too. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, so we're sort of halfway through Super Bowl week and you know, was really keen to get you involved. Um, what do you think in terms of the Chiefs? Um, we've talked about some of their strengths with the defence that they've improved, but where are some of the areas that the Chiefs can potentially uh, be exploited by the 49ers and the 49ers can take advantage? I mean, the the, the 49ers run defence, uh, run, run game, like I said, with the defence earlier, I think is the biggest thing. But I also think that everybody's freaking out that Jimmy G, you know, only threw seven times in the, in the game and this and that. But I also think Kyle Shanahan is such a scheme master that we haven't seen any of the playoff thing. And I would not be surprised if Jimmy G isn't out there throwing the ball like crazy too. So I think they're all the chiefs are really kind of focusing on stopping that run. And then that's where I think Kyle Shanahan is, is whipping something up. That's all of a sudden Jimmy G is going to go over the top and here we go. Yeah. I can see Debo Samuel having a massive game and George Kittle. Yeah, it's it's gonna be really cool watching Kittle versus Kelsey. So I don't know. I I I really I really feel like we're gonna have this crazy shootout. I really do. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, it was great a couple of years ago with uh, the Eagles and and the Patriots. So I mean, not for oh you, obviously. A... I mean, I hate to throw it back in your face, but the <laughs> but the game was great. We were sitting, I was sitting, I was with some friends and I was right behind the um, long snapper's mom and his family. And so anytime, you know, he and the, the snapper actually messed up for that last kick, which was heartbreaking to see his mother watch that happen. Um, but it, it was so much fun because one minute we're hugging and screaming and jumping and then Nick Foles goes down the field and scores again. And we're like, okay, we got this, we got this. And then it goes back down and it was, it was. It took years off my life. One minute I'm happy, and the next I'm sad. Justin Timberlake is my favorite of the halftime show. You know, I just. It was too good to be true, and it was my first Super Bowl. And so I honestly, none of them have have lived up to that since. Even though the Patriots lost, I will never forget that week. No, I think, but I think this one could 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 push that close. I think this is going to be. I think so too. I hope so. I hope we're right. I really do. <laughs> For the sake <laughs> of the game. It's going to happen, believe. Yeah, hopefully. We could do without the um, – some people thought the last uh, – the Patriots-Rams one was a little bit of a damp squib, but it, unless you like defensive football, obviously. But I think the the, the offensive purists need, need a Super Bowl now. Definitely. Come on then, Ricky. What do you think the score is going to be? Oh, God. Um, that's I, – see, I just really – I don't know. I think the Chiefs are going to pull it off. I think – I don't know. I feel like it's going to be high. I want to say – Maybe like 30, 34, maybe like 27. I don't know. I'm so conflicted. What do you guys think? Oh, well, we, Murph, you did say on uh, Tuesday's podcast that you were going to save your prediction for the end of the week. So come on. What's it going to be? Uh, go on then. I think the 49ers are going to win it. And I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be 37, 34, 49ers. Okay. I'm thinking it's wow. going to be a classic. I'm going for multiple lead changes. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going at the moment. That's where I'm at, 37-34, 49ers. Okay, okay. That's good. Nice and well, nice now, now we've got a friendly bet going on here. Uh, what's, what's the stakes? 
I don't know. I'll have to think about it. But you're you're going 49ers. I'm going Chiefs. So. Well, yeah, and you'll be in London hopefully next year, so we can work out something if it's drinks or whatever. We'll do it. Absolutely. Nice. In that case, if the Chiefs do win it, who's your Super Bowl MVP? Who's who's going to be lifting it? Oh, it's going to be Mahomes if if the Chiefs win it. I mean, short of short of you know Travis Kelsey having some crazy crazy, it, it's just it's going to be Mahomes. You can't overlook that. Fair. I think that's going to be great. And then I guess one extra question from here is. What is uh, what is Ryan? Because obviously Ryan, we were going to have on. We were going to talk about how he had to do um, some antics running down the street with not a lot on uh, to the Seven Eleven. What <laughs> is what is Ryan going to have to do if the Chiefs uh, end up lifting it like you predict with with Mahomes lifting the Lombardi on Sunday? Oh, that was just for fun and games. I'm sure he will be very professional and keep it together when they win. Um, or maybe he'll quit his job and burn down the city of Miami. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, it's just one extreme or the yeah, other. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, he could be He could be good and show up for work on Monday. Or, you know, we could have a major crisis on our hands. Oh, no, you he'll mean be great. I, I really I, – I hope for his sake that the Chiefs pull, pull it off. It's been a long time for them, uh, and you know when you've supported them your whole life and they've not, they've not won it. He'll, I'm sure he'll be, I'm sure he'll be nervous and going through every emotion on on Sunday. Yes, exactly. It's 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 gonna be crazy. But I I keep flip flopping. I am like now I'm like I kind of want the 49ers, even though I feel like the Chiefs are gonna win. But I kind of want the 49ers. I I feel like a a 12 year old at the mall. I can't figure out which pop she wants to pick out, and I've been you know debating over it for the last two months. <laughs> well, not long left. Not long left at all. You guys can relate, right? You can, you know what I'm talking about, right? You can relate. A hundred percent. You know what? When I was 12, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I, I do get it. For me, I think this is a slightly easier one for me. Um, so, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, I absolutely, I, you know, when I got into the game, I watched John Lynch. So, Lynch, for example, massive. I'm just a massive fan of him as a player, and then to see what he's doing as a GM. Uh, Quan Alexander went there last year. He was one of my favorite players. Carl Shanahan spent time on the coaching staff in Tampa. So it's just like Tampa yeah, through, exactly. through that team. So it's easy for me to pick. Uh, so I'm normally like you, Ricky. I don't, uh, I tend to go, well, if an NFC team's in it and screw them, I'm not interested. But this time I've got a bit of a soft yeah. spot for the 49ers. So, and also our good buddy Jacob, uh, who's actually attending your live show. So he broke the world record oh, for. He broke the world record for attending all the teams' uh, home stadiums for home games in 84 days this oh, season. Oh, right. yes, I read about him. He's coming to our live show. That's amazing. He's coming. Yeah, he's coming to your live show. So he's flying out there. Uh, he'll be there well, today, Thursday. Um, and he's yeah, he's got tickets because he missed you in London because of the travel. Yeah. So he was like, so when he because NFL UK have given him tickets to both of this as a result of breaking the world record. So you'll have to you'll have oh. to hook up with him and say hi at the show. Oh, absolutely! That's awesome. That's so cool. So yeah, I kind of want him because he's he's done this incredible thing this season, and he's a 49ers fan watching his team. I just would be so happy for him to cap off the most amazing season of any fan and watch his team lift the Lombardi in Miami. I know that's pretty cool. Okay, you you convinced me. Maybe I want the 49ers. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> don't tell don't tell Ryan Bartlett. I might. <laughs> <laughs> well he's burning down Miami so so don't worry about it <laughs> yeah he's right, gonna have right, his own problems yeah. one day 
soon as the clocks hit zeros, I'm I'm getting on a private plane and I'm out of here. <laughs> I love that. Well, Erica, we massively appreciate your time. Why don't you uh, shout out to Rush Nation where they can find not only the NFL podcast, but your broadcast podcast too. Yeah. So the around the NFL, we do a show three times a week. It's really, really great football stuff. It's where I learn everything from those guys. But more importantly, and more excitingly, I have to say the broadcast podcast is a comedy show that football fans will really enjoy. We have a lot of football guests on, but also it's just me and Emma, um, you know, kind of as I don't know, are, can I say taking the piss out of our guests? That's what you guys yep. say, right? Yeah. Okay. Is that I don't know if that's inappropriate, but I'm sorry, you know, for what I just said. <laughs> don't be. True. We like to have a lot of fun. Awesome. I'm definitely going to have to check that one out. It's great. I do listen. Yeah, it's, do. You've, you've had some great people on. And, yeah, you just uh, you just absolutely – I loved it when you had Mark on. Mark's one of my favorite guys. He was on this oh, uh, yeah, a while ago. And you guys just – you guys have such a good vibe, you and him. I think it's, it's awesome. I mean, obviously, Greg, because also, don't forget, you're on Anthony Jesselnik's podcast as well. You're just everywhere, Ricky. You're taking over the world. I am. Ricky Holly <laughs> world, you know? That is yeah. it. Absolutely. That's going to be your next bunny job. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> uh, well, enjoy the Super Bowl, Erica. We massively appreciate you coming on. And uh, maybe if you've got some time in the off season, you're not too busy, you can come on and and help us do some fantasy stuff. I would love that. I would love that. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. Oh, oh, uh, thanks for coming on Spin Plus. Right. Well, Ricky, again, thanks very much. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, Murph. I'll catch you down the road. But uh, until I guess uh, until next time, Rush Nation, don't forget to keep rushing. HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 